What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's episode, I sit down with Jamel Oliver uh, as we discuss what he needs to do to transition from working uh, for someone else to really running and operating his own residential uh, home service business. What an awesome episode because he is in it. He is in a business right now working for someone else, seeing how growth works, growth operates, and he's ready to create it for himself. So really cool episode here. Business Breakthrough starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? I'm here with Jamel, fellow podcast listener, and he uh, reached out for a business breakthrough. His company is Pro Painting and Renovations. Uh, so you, we just briefly discussed kind of your, your situation, working full-time, wanting to transition. Um, what what got you to the painting business in the first place? So when I was younger um, in high school, I actually started working for a paint contractor. Um, my best friend, it was my best friend's dad. So okay. I, you know, that was the only thing that I kind of knew how to do with my hands. Yeah. Um, and then I, I veered off and got into, uh, you know, in college, I actually started doing sales. Uh, so I've sold yeah. quite a bit of things, um, from, you know, from, uh, UVerse, AT&T stuff, uh, phone sales, basically, basically phone sales and things like that. So I got yeah. a lot of, a lot of sales experience. And then, you know, fast forward, I would say about two or three years ago, you know, I realized, you know, I, I wanted to get out of the sales game and started, you know, started wanting to start working with my hands again. So the only thing that I did know how to do was paint. So, wow. yeah, so That's I jumped out. I just literally out of nowhere, I started my own painting company. Um, it was a bold. different, yeah, <laughs> it was very, very bold. How did um, you get your first customer? Um, with painting? Yeah. It was, it was really, I, I just painted my house. And then guy walked by or, and I got a couple phone calls and then I started painting another house and then usually how it works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it wasn't producing as much as what I wanted to at the time, you know, I've got a family. So, um, I met up with this guy that owns a roofing company and, um, he wanted me to do that with his roofing company. So now I run, uh, about five or six crews um interior uh we got about five or six offices so that's what i do now uh, so, so you're got, working for the, you're working for a roofing company yes sir and you got okay so what at what point in time like do you do any painting uh right now i don't do painting anymore i just i just manage okay so you're uh, just at a position where you're you're working somewhere but you want to you want to get back into the saddle doing your own gig Correct. Because, you know, as I'm listening to your podcast, you know, you're, you're telling these guys, you know, come out, get out of the business, you know, because you have to work on your business, not in your business. And I'm like, well, I'm already out of the business and I already, you know, I already know how the the management aspects of things. So I could almost just transition 
what is your biggest let me ask you this because if i can if i can know this i can really identify how to how to assist when you look at making the leap what scares you the most um i would say it would have to be you know security of that that paycheck coming in you know consistently and daily Um, so you go you go from knowing that the money's coming in to having to find the money and then you know that's a different that's a different mindset usually in retail you knew they were coming in the door usually in you know in in those capacities that is a big mental shift Mm -hmm. um the good news is for you is that you don't have to share the revenue with anyone anymore um so uh you know i would say that in terms of in terms of what skill sets you've developed sales number one i mean that's the that's 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 what's going to that's what's going to make it happen is your ability to convey to an individual that you're a worthy choice uh, through your words, through your actions, through trust, through all these things that you convey as a good salesperson. Where you're going to where you're going to really hit the wall is if you start painting uh, by yourself and and you think that that's going to be that's what's going to hurt you is if you go into this business trying to just paint your way to success. And I always wish I could go back to the, to the people that come to me and are in that position, which you've heard maybe a couple, if you've listened to a couple episodes where they're painting and they want to get out, they realize, mm-hmm. Hey, okay, I can't, this isn't sustainable. They're exa- They're in your position right now with the pressures of a business and feeling like they want to get out because they, it's just too overwhelming. So it's almost actually a good thing that you have a job right now because it's forcing you to be creative in a sense, how can I sell jobs and get work done without me being there all the time? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, being that I have a sales background, it kind of eases me a little bit from going out there to, to gain these gigs, you know, because I'm extremely confident that, you know, I could, I could sell it. Now I just don't have, you know, the, the issue that I'm having now is, uh, one of the main issues is is the systems that I need to have set in place to make you these transitions. You don't. Here's the thing. The system is this. You find somebody that you can trust to paint a job while you're not there. That's the only system that you need right now. Don't overthink this. This is okay. not something you need to overthink. You just need to test a theory. And then once you test the theory, then you perfect it. Then you create the perfect system. That's the secret. Find somebody you can trust to paint the job while you're not physically present. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the big secret here. Now, yes, if you were in a position where you did not have a full-time job, I would tell you, yeah, I want you on the job. I want you there to to nurture that relationship and build that person up to to get to know that person. Maybe you don't have that luxury right now. I'm sure you work Monday through Friday, Mm -hmm. 8 a.m. to 5. Mm-hmm. Is that yes, your work sir. schedule? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you got to first figure out when are you going to do these estimates? Probably the weekends, right? Maybe after work. Okay. Mm-hmm. I suggest doing them on the weekends because trying to do estimates at five o'clock, you're significantly hurting your closing ratio simply because people do not want to talk to anyone after five o'clock. Mm-hmm. They're getting ready for bed. Not, not bad. They're getting ready for their dinner. You know, you get, you get that vibe. Have you done estimates after five? Have you ever done that? Um, actually, you know, now I can actually squeeze my estimates in with the day that I have. You okay, know? perfect. Um, perfect. So if you can make that work, you have that flexibility. Let's talk about the other side of things, because we'll talk about hiring. But how do you plan on finding work other than word of mouth? Because if we rely on word of mouth, 
that that comes when it comes and, and we don't have any sort of uh authority over when that work comes in okay it's kind of like if uh you know you worked at a retail store and you were out west and way off the highway and if there's traffic on the highway you know you have a very slim chance of people driving all the way there to find you unless there's a billboard there saying mm -hmm. hey if you just take this exit and go three miles west you're going to hit this retail store right mm -hmm. now you don't have any billboards no one knows who you are so you're just hoping mm -hmm. that the random chance of the few people that know that you actually do this, tell someone about it and hope that they're ready to have that, that job done. And I've already, so you have such a slim chance of, of building momentum with your current marketing strategy. That's, that's a fact. So have you thought about what you're going to do to get your name out there to where you can feel confident hiring someone and knowing that they're going to have enough work? Correct. So um, let me go back to what you said, mentioned previously about having somebody else on the job. Now, as I mentioned, I work with I work with quite a bit of uh, contract, quite a bit of subs. So I do have people that can actually go and do the work that I trust that can be there that could do the right work. Great. So I do have that. Um, now, in regards to advertising, that's where I am right now. Um, I'm, I'm planning on building a website here soon. Um, and See, that's the mistake some people make is that you think that a website is going to do it. A website is, is almost as worthless as SEO. Now it is worthless. I mean, the thing is think of a website, honestly, as that building, I was telling you three miles off West, a website is a retail store online. Is it? Yes. Right. If they, if you're not driving traffic to that website, Ultimately, you don't even need a website. You just need a landing page. You just need mm -hmm. something where people can put in their information and you get the information, right? So like, don't think of a website as this thing you have to get that's going to help you because it's not even my website. Like I've been in business for five years. Yeah. You know what gets me business is the fact that if you type in my town and painter, you're going to see my Google listing. And yes, I have a website. Really, the website just helps me gain trust and authority because they'll go to my website and they're going to build off of what they already know about me from what they've seen on Google. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So website SEO passive, right? We need right. an aggressive strategy, which requires money. Uh -huh. Okay. So a website's good for branding, great okay. for branding, bad for leads. Okay. okay? Got it. Bad so, for leads. So basically what you're saying is my ultimate goal right now is to figure out how to get the leads in. And I'm going to give you a strategy. I think I know what you need to do. You need, here's, here's what you need. Do you have a logo? Uh, yes, I do. Cool. You have a logo. You can get the website. That's fine. But again, that's not going to be something that's going to kick you off. It's just not. Again, it's passive. It's good there to build trust. Obviously, it's something you want, but that's not what we need right now. You need to test data. You need to try. You need to do estimates. You need to build that team up. You need to make mistakes. Like these are all things that you need to do. So when you go through all this while you while you have the security of your job, you know, mm -hmm. obviously when you leave, you've already made the mistakes. You already know how to get jobs. You already know how to sell them. You already know how to produce them. And you have this system in motion. That's the most ideal way to quit a job, I will say. Yeah. You know, I mean, and you're in a good position where you have some freedom throughout the day. I mean, you have an ideal situation right now. You know, you have the luxury of both worlds. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So let's talk about it. Right now, the best thing that you could do is sign up for Angie, uh, which is Home Advisor. Have you heard of them? Yes, I have. Absolute best thing you could do right now. Why? Number one is because straight off the bat, you're going to get leads that, that want the exact job type that you offer. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. That's it. You could do Facebook ads. It's a little more passive than aggressive because think of Facebook ads as somebody coming to your house, knocking on your door while you're watching TV. You're not mm -hmm. in the mode of buying, but they could convince you to buy because they show you a presentation, sort of like how if you're scrolling on Facebook and you see a before and after picture and you say, well, I wasn't thinking about painting my house, but that kind of makes me want to get a quote, right? Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Right. So, so that's like a Facebook strategy. Now, Google, very good. If you want to do Google ads, you certainly can, but pretty general. Someone goes online, looks up painter in your town, looks at all the, they get, they get shotguns with information. The top has all these ads and then they have all these companies and then, you know, have all these other things. And it's like, whoa, you know, so you have a, a little less of a chance to target someone in that way. Okay. But then you have lead generation companies. And I don't know if you've done this and I highly suggest that you do is you go on home advisor or Angie right now, and you mm -hmm. go through it as if you're a customer, don't submit it. Cause somebody's going to have to pay for that, but go all the way to the end and see what I mean by this, because in order for them to get your information, they have to put in a lot of information, which means they're very committed. Right. Mm -hmm. And they want the estimate as soon as possible. They're ready. They've already assumed the budget. And what that's going to do for you is it's going to save you a bunch of time because you either pay a high amount, which is going to be between 60 and hundred dollars per lead, mm -hmm. a little high. It's an investment in future growth. So mm -hmm. assume that. But the thing about it is, is if you do that now, you're going to save yourself the time of having to generate that business with your, your actual time, which you don't have because you're working. Got it. Got it. That, Does that makes make sense. That absolutely makes sense. So, you know, so, so you've got to be comfortable with spending that money. Okay. And that's a yeah. hard transition to make. You know what? I, I am, you know, since I definitely, definitely want to do this, I'm definitely okay with spending the money to receive the, the leads because I don't have that much time to, like you said, I don't have that much time to be able to do all those things. So Angie's list and, um, and not uh, Angie's list, Angie's list is, is, is different than Angie, even though they're the same company, really? different type of lead. Well, okay. it, it, I would just go straight to home advisor slash Angie. Like, okay. and it's super confusing because Angie's list is different, but don't sign up for both because they share leads in between one another. Just go right to Angie. Okay. Got it. This is not a long-term strategy by any stretch. Just so mm -hmm. you know, this is a startup strategy seeing as your situation. And at this point in my business, I will say I'm not even using them anymore. Okay. Uh -huh. I used them early on in my business because number one, it gave me people that were ready to buy. Mm -hmm. Number two, it gave me a lot of leads. I mean, I did get a lot of leads. Number three, it taught me because I had so many reps, how to sell these jobs and what people were looking for and how to price these jobs. I got so many reps in and number four, it shotgunned my name all over the place. So let me ask you this, watch this scenario here. And I, the reason why I'm doing this is I'm preparing you for the the thoughts that come in when you start spending a lot of money and you're not converting your leads and you're wondering you know if it was worth it if tanner was crazy if he's in collusion with them and i just scammed you i want you to see it like this if you sell one job from uh 10 leads let's say those 10 leads were a hundred dollars each there's a thousand bucks but you sold one job out of those 10 leads for five grand okay you paid your sub mm -hmm. you paid the materials you made two thousand dollars okay but you had to spend a thousand dollars on leads. Okay. So you've netted a thousand bucks. Okay. Well, those 10 leads at that point in time, one of them converted, but the other nine didn't convert. They needed time, so on and so forth, but you were smart enough to nurture those leads over time. You sent them follow-ups using a software like drip jobs. 
and then they convert to mm-hmm. a lead. Maybe, maybe you sell one of those jobs three months from now, five months from now, and maybe you sell two or three of them. Okay. Well, let's say that doesn't happen. And that one person that you sold the job to has a neighbor. You sold the job to the neighbor. If you didn't get that lead, you would have never sold that job to the neighbor. You see, so what it does is it just speeds up your ability to get in front of people and you're paying for that. You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So the more people, obviously it's, it's, it's the, the more people I get in front of, the more jobs I'll be able to sell. And not only that, you know, that job I do sell, I could get, you know, the neighbor or somebody else from that particular job. And then because of that one lead that you bought Mm -hmm. could turn into that. So if you set a budget of like, let's say a thousand bucks for the month. To you right now, I don't know if that is more than you were thinking or less than you were thinking, but I'm telling you that's a fair amount for someone just starting wanting to get as many reps as possible. Here's the here's the big thing. Do not worry about making money in the first six months of your business. Do not Mm -hmm. even care about it. Just make enough to sustain, build your reputation, get reviews, right? Mm -hmm. You know, build relationships with these subcontractors. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan of the employee model. I think maybe at some point you transition to that as you become Mm full-time. I think you could easily have a team of employees that are proprietary, but if you have a great subcontractor group of of people that you trust, Mm -hmm. use them, you know, Um, but don't worry about making money for the first six months of your business. Just worry about getting that reputation up, getting reps in, learning how to price jobs, learning the game, learning how long jobs take, learning how much material you're going to need, and then play the game of keep away. You keep away from the business. The only thing you need to do is project manage, supervise, and customer service and sales. Got it. Anytime you pick up a brush, just know that you're hurting your business more than you're helping it. Got it. You know okay, that makes sense. That makes complete sense. So, um, so basically, just just uh, focus on growing my business right now, and you know, uh, obviously generating leads, reviews, uh, focus on sales, things like that. I want you um, to picture yourself as a franchise, right? Like okay. if you knew that a franchise was coming into town, right? The first thing that they would do is immediately hire subcontractors in, in the painting world. That's what they do. They shotgun a ton of ads looking for all the good subcontractors in town. They spend a bunch of money on marketing. They put out their branding and then they're just, they're just submersed into the system just like that. And then they get, they get leads just like that. And then they start they start selling jobs in our, in our area. I mean, that's how it works, right? They don't have the owner of the franchise coming in and painting houses to get going. They just pump a bunch of money and resources into the town and, and, and that's how they get going. And this business is so easy to start up that the system I'm giving you, if you do it correct, I mean, it might be less than six months before you quit your job. You might say, this is, this is great. You're going to, you know, really be capitalizing. So I think it might be sooner than that. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a, I mean, I live in Florida, so Orlando, Me so too. there's a ton of, a ton of work here, you know what I mean? Um, ton of work. You're in Orlando, which means you could paint exterior year round. I'm in Ocala. I'm about an hour and a half away from you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, I didn't know you're that close. Yeah, man. So essentially what you could do is uh, paint year round. There's a ton of exterior work there. I mean, honestly, bro, I mean it's just a matter of you spending the money on the marketing. And when I say that, you have to understand this analogy. People are traveling on I-4. Let's let's use the the good example here, okay? They're traveling on I-4, right? All the people that want a paint job in Orlando right now are traveling on I-4, okay? Mm -hmm. Right now, your business is way out in Ocala, all right? Mm -hmm. No one knows where it's at who lives in Orlando, okay? Mm -hmm. But what you want to do is you want to put your business right on the 
highway, man. And that's what putting yourself on home advisor will do is because home advisor builds the trust with the customer, right? They build the trust. They have the ads, they have the marketing and they pitch, Hey, you know what? It's painful for you to go search for a contractor on your own. What we do is we will send you a vetted and approved contractor to come do a job for you. Okay. As an average consumer, that's a pretty sweet deal. Would you agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. Why? Because it creates a hedge against the risk of getting a bad contractor. And you know this, there's contractor horror stories all over the place. Oh gosh. I'm sure you're a victim of one as a homeowner. So, you know, uh, it's just one of those things, man. It's like, you know, this is the strategy. Not many people are doing it. A lot of people in our industry uh, think that home advisors a scam or they just don't understand sales. But mm -hmm. I'm telling you this confidently because I know you understand sales. When you get that lead, you need to call them within seconds. Oh, yeah. Right. Drip jobs, my software will follow up with them with a text message and an email within seconds, too. And then if, and then it strip and it drips out uh, communication to them. So, for example, if they don't answer the phone, it'll drip out an email the next day and the next day and the next day, encouraging them to book an appointment with you. So part of the reason why I developed this is because I used I used lead uh, programs so much that I was losing out on opportunities because I wasn't able to call them. So, you know, I wanted something to automate it. So that's just one of the things, but a software like that would help you. Um, so there's a lot of different things, man, but I think that getting the lead is getting the paid leads is going to be huge for you. Okay, cool. So that's, that's where I'll start, man. You did give you definitely give me some concrete evidence in regards to the home advisor and things like that. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And a thousand dollars, I can do that. You know, what is so your sales? Back. So tell me about your sales process. You know, are you, do you have any questions about this actual estimating part? To be quite honest with you, I was actually going to go ahead and uh, get get your course on the sales ordeal. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to go through that. Uh, I'm going to take take whatever I can from that because that's that's where I am now. Like, you know, although are you I, estimating your roofing jobs or are you just managing the projects? No, I do. I do all interior. So we do uh, we scrape popcorn, we paint ceilings, we paint walls. Oh, you're uh, oh, I, yeah, see. So, I thought you yeah. said you were doing roofing. No, no, I work for a roofing company, but I'm the interior regional manager of that roofing company. Wow. Oh, okay. So we have like five. So you're already in the game. I'm already in the game, man. It's like all I need really is like, you know, what you just told me, like the home advisor and then the sales strategy in regards to going to grab those in order when I'm getting in front of the customer, knowing exactly kind of how I'm doing, like the system and the structure of it. And how is, how is your business getting their leads? Word of mouth, probably at this point. Yeah, right now. Uh, so basically, sometimes I grab. You know, sometimes homeowners want different things at these job, these houses that I go to. I go meet all of our homeowners that we have interior work. So we do about uh, about eight to fourteen jobs per week. So wow. I'm visiting all those homeowners. So sometimes I'll get you know jobs on the side with those guys, and then I'll get my guys to go over there and do those. So. Wow. So basically that's how I get my work right now. And I don't want it to be a conflict of interest. So I'm kind of like, you know, trying to figure out the best strategy for me to kind of kick this off and, you know, shoot it to shoot them to the side. Right. Yeah. And here's the strategy. You pay for your own leads. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's going to be key. Um, in terms of the, uh, in terms of one thing I want to help you understand is that your company right now, they do everything, right? I mean, popcorn, you know, everything inside. One thing that I like to preach is like, just niche down, man. Just like only pick one thing that you're going to be good at, maybe two early on in your business, because again, that's going to affect how you sell, how you market, how you price, you know? So like, 
now that it's your business, you might not have the luxury of having subcontractors that can do popcorn and wallpaper and, and all these things. And it's going to cause you problems when it comes to your scheduling. I mean, this company you're working for has so many resources and so many things that they've built up over time. Do not emulate that. Stick to two things, exterior painting and interior painting. If people want popcorn removal, say, no, we don't do it. Refer them to somebody or have them find somebody to do it. And I'm telling you this because number one, you don't want to create a situation where the pricing gets skewed. Maybe you over or underestimate, right? Number two, you don't want to stress out your team. Having all these types of jobs to do creates stress. You know, they're going to want more money, you know, and it, and it creates this, this system of just inefficiency early on. So when you go to home advisor, you could pretty much tell them, Hey, I just want exterior leads and I want interior leads with the full house. That means people want the whole house painted. Those are the best types of jobs to get because they fill up your schedule, right? So it'd be uh -huh. like a five day job, you know, or the full exterior, um, just some things to think about. Cause if you're coming from that scenario where you're used to taking everything, I would suggest early on, just narrow down the job types that you do kind of like create a little menu of what you offer and only offer that it's going to take the stress off of you big time because you know this even though you're working in a company that's established when you start getting into that popcorn removal you start getting in that texturing and all that more problems occur would you agree oh my gosh yeah tons of touch up right touch-ups oh this texture doesn't match oh this popcorn what's up with this right and you're the one who probably answers those questions and tries to find someone to go get it fixed correct Absolutely. Stressful. Absolutely. Probably the most stressful part of your job is the touch-ups and the fixes, right? Correct. Now, my whole big thing in regards to this particular job is the prep work. You know, I try to eliminate... Prep work. Yes. I try to eliminate all that stuff on the end. I make sure that these guys are prepping properly. Yeah. Spending plenty of time on prep work so that we do have less room for error. Right. So, um, yeah, man, you got it. I, I, you're there. I mean, you have, I mean, you have, I mean, you're ready. I, I think you're ready. It's just a matter of getting leads, getting practice selling. Um, you got the logo. Now do you have a business bank account. Do you have a business phone number. Do you have all these things ready? Yeah, I have all that stuff ready. Beautiful. Um, now, what else? I'm going to go have, back okay. to, um, let me go back to what you were saying about kind of, I would say kind of niching my business because right now okay. it's called pro painting and renovations. So now since I'm still in the early stages, I should probably change my name and get rid of that renovations aspect of it and just stick to pretty stick much painting. painting. Yeah, you just stick with mean? painting. Yeah, 100%. Exterior painting, you know, you already know. Oh, so many. Stucco is insane, dude. I mean, it, it, you're, it'll never end. <laughs> it's <laughs> right now, there's stucco all over your town that needs to be repainted. It's just a matter of them knowing it and budgeting for it and getting ready to paint it. Um, so I think you should. I think that like you don't need to do renovations. Got You're going to be happy with a business that just does painting. It's enough for you. You mm -hmm. know, you could just scale that up as high as you want and just do painting. Really what the market craves is someone like you, trustworthy, you know, diligent, uh, coming across with, hey, we're going to make sure we prep this the right way. This is what the market will pay for. And you're in Orlando, dude. I mean, you, you have customers that you could serve that have unlimited budgets, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't have the luxury of that here. Typically I'm working with retirees who have a certain amount in their bank account and that doesn't fluctuate much and they got to make it last. So we've kind of yeah. have to be budget friendly in some cases. Um, but you really have an opportunity to work with the working class who, uh, appreciate com great communication. You know, they appreciate, you know, uh, trust to where they're working and you can come work on their home while they're not there. Like those are some things that you're going to be able to exude to your customers that are going to want them, want them to hire you. 
And you know this because you're doing it and it's just a matter of it being proprietary to you and your business and your brand. So absolutely. I mean, honestly, bro. Yeah. Change the name. You know, that's a good move early on. Just cut off that renovations part. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have a Google my business listing yet? I do not. Okay. You can easily do that. So just go ahead to uh, uh, business.google.com and uh, it'll let you just create a business listing. I would get that up as soon as possible. Okay. You know, cause that's what people are going to search for. If I look up Orlando painting contractor, you're nowhere to be found. We want you to be able to be found there. Got it. Okay, great. Yeah. Any other, any other outstanding questions, man? I'm happy to help. I do. Yeah. I do have a question about, um, you know, now I'm looking at it because now I deal with a lot of subs currently and gotcha. I don't know if it would be advantageous or if I even need to get like a, a, a GC to be able to hire these subcontractors or how does that, how would that even work or how does that look? Am I, can I do that basically? Yeah. Um, so essentially you're the GC, you know, I mean, you could, um, you really have to set the direction and set the sales of how you want the business to go. You know, with subcontractors, sometimes you run into issues, you know, in terms of them not representing your brand the way you want them to represent your brand. You have mm -hmm. some leverage here. You are working with subcontractors now. I don't know what that looks like in terms of the conflict of interest, you know, um, but I know that subcontractors can work for whoever they want. Mm -hmm. um, so again, you have that. I would not let that be a long-term strategy. The cool thing about working in Florida is that you have the ability to work year-round. Typically, companies up north will use subcontractors so they don't have the, the stress and the liability of keeping people busy throughout the year because they yeah. can't. They can't paint in the winter. Mm -hmm. So it just creates so much stress on like, you know, having, you know, if you have employees, it's a lot harder to keep them busy throughout the year. So I would really suggest that you look at the employee model once you, you know, as you grow, find somebody who you consider a project manager um, and just build a team, you know, because right now I have, I have 10 employees, um, you know, so for me, like, I know what that looks like and I know their schedules. I can schedule them when I want. They show up when I want them to show up. They mm -hmm. represent premium painting. There's a certain level of customer service that comes along with that. Um, we just went out to like a family team dinner, you know, they brought their family members and that type of culture to me is, is, yeah. is, is what it's all about, man. You know, Absolutely. like that, that to me, it's like, at some point you stop caring about the money at some point, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of cold, that subcontractor relationship. It's like, they know they're coming to make their money and they want to leave Yeah. With, with the employees, you know, they might stay a little extra to fix a light or, or to do something for the customer mm -hmm. that gets them excited to leave us a review about that experience as opposed to the subcontractor saying, yeah, you're going to have to get with Jamel on that. You know, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know how to fix that, you know? So Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. there's a little bit of a difference there. So what you're building right now, it could be a long-term move. I mean, you also have to understand that there's many companies that are extremely successful that have subcontractors. I would say that your company that you're working for right now, all their employees, all their workers are subcontractors, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For the, so we, well, we got, I've got one in-house crew okay. and then I, I work with like four or five subcontractors. Do you see right the now. difference between the in-house crew and the subs? Can you see that? What would you say the difference is? Um, well, first of all, the difference is when I send out my in-house crew and there's like, like exactly what you said, if there's a little bit of extra work, they don't mind doing it because, you know, they're getting paid by the day and they're getting paid hours, hourly. Now the, the subs, although, you know, I hire a specific type of person though. They have to have a specific type of personality for me to even hire them as a sub. Sure. 
So I've got all the guys, I, I tell them normally, I say, hey, if my homeowner's happy, I'm happy. You know, that's kind of the, that's kind of how I say it. So if you need to do extra work, you do extra work because that's going to continue to keep you on board with us and I'll continue to, to provide you jobs. Right. That's kind of how I, 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 I treat them. Um, but yeah, th there is a big difference. Um, so, so the, that, like the, 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 the thing about subs is that they're motivated by money. Yep. That's it because they are their own business, quote unquote, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're motivated by money and that's okay. People come to work for money, but what I've learned with the employee model is that they care about a couple other things. They care about atmosphere. They care about motivation. They care about wins. They care about just culture, like the things they actually care about that. You know, there's been people that work for me that have been offered more money, but they stayed because they love the culture. You know, they love, they love the fact that they work for me. I'm not that bad to work for. I'm easy to work for. I let them, I let them manage themselves. I don't micromanage. I treat them mm -hmm. with respect. I ask about their family. I'm interested in their endeavors. And that to me, I mean, again, I, I, I from this side of things, you know, the sub model works for some people, but for me, I would definitely think for you and, and you already have experience hiring people. So, I mean, you're already going to know, Hey, First, find a project manager, find someone that knows all aspects of painting. That's number one, hire them as an employee, give them an hourly rate, um, you know, go from there and then hire somebody with medium experience that doesn't quite know all the aspects of painting, but can work alongside that person. Now you have a team of two mm -hmm. and then hire a college kid. You know, now you have your team of three at a, at a labor margin of about 30% versus what it would be with a subcontractor margin of about 50%. That makes sense. Um, and also, um, I do plan on that. That's one of my long-term goals is to, and it may not even be long-term kind of like you're, you're saying, you know, I would like to get at least one to two people on board as, as, as soon as I can. Now, although I have experience with hiring, I don't know how to find the right candidate, you know, like how do I, how do I find people basically out in this, sure. in this market, good people, you know? All right. So you know, I, I honestly relate hiring to actually finding work. Like in other words, like what do we do when we find work? I just gave you a strategy. We have to advertise in the right medium, right? We have to advertise where people are looking for our services. That's why I went with, again, it's not home advisor. I like, I don't care about them. I just know that the customers like them. People actually trust them. So we mm. want to be where they go. Right. How I feel about home advisors independent of what the market looks at home advisor as. So that's why I go there. So when I look at it like that, I say, okay, well, first I want to make sure that my company is where the customer will be. That's number one. Okay. Mm -hmm. When we try to advocate our services to anyone that inquires through home advisor, we want to do what build trust and help them understand why we are a better solution than anyone else. Okay. That's how we attract really good customers who value that sort of thing. Now let's take it to hiring. Same deal. What do we want to do? We want to position our company where people who are looking for jobs are looking, right? Mm -hmm. So if you were to look for a job right now, as an employee, as you sit, what would be the first place you would go? Uh, probably like Indeed or something there like that. There you go. Or... That's it. Easy. So you would go to Indeed. Now here's, here's the thing, okay? You're not going to go and apply for a job that says this big roofing company in Orlando looking for a project manager must have a valid driver's license, uh, paid every Friday, 
will must submit background check. Does that appeal to you? Seems 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 a little vague. A little vague, a little basic. <laughs> Does that seem yeah, like an you see upgrade? That too. Does that seem like an upgrade from where you're sitting right now? Oh heck no. Not nobody nobody wants to downgrade, by the way. Just so you know, humans are way too motivated in any capacity. Everybody wants to go from a step below to a step up in whatever stage they are. So let me ask you this. If the ad said something like this, looking for a highly motivated project manager that has experience in all capacities of home renovation, top pay salary starting at this amount, bonus structure included, full benefits Okay, now you see where I'm going with this. This is a team culture that values respect, honesty, trust, and loyalty. This is what the ad is saying. All I did was change the copy. Now, what are you now? You're motivated, aren't you? You would apply for that job because that aligns with your values and your standards, correct? Absolutely. If you didn't have those values and standards, would you apply for that? Not at all. Why? Because people don't want to feel rejected. So you exactly. have to use the ad copy as a way to filter out individuals that don't align with what you're looking for. Okay. Got that's it. what it comes down to. So when you ask me a question, well, how do I find people that are what I'm looking for? Well, you got to do a really good job of explaining exactly what you're looking for. Okay. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That so for sense. you, this is how your, your ad should go. Brand new painting company. That's highly motivated for growth, looking for a project manager to run our production division must have full proficiency in all aspects of interior and exterior painting. You know, you could offer a salary if you want top pay, looking for somebody with a great attitude, great communication, who's eager to learn how to run and operate a fast paced business for a clientele expecting excellence. Okay. If I'm a project manager who understands all aspects of painting, but I don't want to, maybe I'm not a people person and I don't think that I'm going to keep up with the standard that you're asking me for. I'm not applying. But if I'm somebody who's working for a painting company that maybe knows that I'm a leader and I had a bad day and I'm ready to look for a job, I'm going to apply. But the issue is with most people is that they don't have an ad up at the time that that person wants to apply. So that makes sense. At the same time, I honestly think Early on, right now, you should sign up for Indeed and you should put out an ad <laughs> just okay. now, just to see what you get, get the reps in. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Got it. Got it. And then, so um, at the same time, you're 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 putting money into marketing and you're putting money into production. Now, here's here's how you play the game. The game would be like this: Home Advisor gives you five leads, you sell one job, right? Now you might push that job out three weeks to give you time to hire the project manager. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> so you tell the project manager, Hey, you're going to start in three weeks. So you're lining up that job. So he at least has a job for a week. Oh, and then I line up them after that. Like, you line another you know, one up and another one up, up and you're never going to stop chasing that. I'm still in that cycle right now. I just have a bunch of jobs lined up, but I'm, <laughs> Hey, if I stop, my guys don't have work. That's true. There's never a time where you just stop doing that. It's about kicking it off and getting it started. as the hardest part. So if you time it correctly, you don't need any jobs to hire somebody. You just need to know that you will have a job. So that's what I'm saying. If you kick them both off, you could easily get that thing in motion. Got it. So, um, so with speaking of home advisor, so I can, can you turn on and off the leads whenever yeah. you want to, or yeah. so it's, 
Okay, so yeah, so you can pause like... the leads. Yeah, so if you don't need the leads, you can pause them. Um, I would hit your budget first, always. Like always go through your budget and then look back, right? You got to be, when it comes to business, you have to have that discipline. You have to look at the numbers. Like you can't just assume that you didn't make money. Like, and I can speak from experience. I've spent over 90 grand with them, okay? So I know home advisor better than a lot of people. There's mm -hmm. people who spend more than me. But I know the game. I know well enough to know that there's some times where I'll get five leads in a row and they all suck. And it's not that they're they're not real people. It's just, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I, I'm not ready yet. But I'm a salesperson. So, oh, that's okay. I know you're not ready. But what we'll do is we'll give you a budget. Does tomorrow work good for you? I'm actually going to be in your area. So mm -hmm. I'm converting that person who wasn't quite ready to now be ready. And then when I get to that house, I'm selling. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like ABS. a lead is just a human. Like it's just a human with intent. Right. You got to mm -hmm. turn that intent to action. That's uh -huh. a salesperson. That's what salespeople do. They turn yep. intent to and action. Then you, and then you nurture that lead. Exactly what you're saying. Like, even though they're bad leads, you know, it could lead you into, you know, other work with them or, or their friend contacting you, you know, absolutely. So early on in your business, if you want to do this, you've got to spark it up and you do that by injecting money. Right. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. It's either you do it that way or you're going to have to go knock doors and you're going to have to trade your time to do what home advisor can do for you with your money. Okay. Somebody's going to be paying here. You're going to be either paying with your time or your money. And right now you don't have the luxury of time. So pay with your money. Got it. Yeah. Originally that's what I, that's how I started. I started door knocking with my original company. And but you didn't have a job. Flyers. Yeah. I can't do that now. Can't do that now. And yeah. it works, but it's slow mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah. not targeted, right? You're hoping that you, and you, you, you get someone thinking about painting their house, but the problem is they didn't budget for it. So you're usually shocking them with the price. And then you're winding up selling it for way less because they weren't ready. They're not really that motivated. And then you're coming with a price that they did not plan for. Right. So that we want people sense. that budgeted. We want people that are motivated. So all we got to do is show up and do what we're best at, build trust, build value, sell the job. That makes complete sense. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think we, we hit it today. Was that good? Did I help? Yeah, man, you, you, you helped out tremendously. And I'm going to put these things, definitely some actionable steps that, that I need to put in place, you know, from the advertising. So, yeah. So I have a hiring course. I'm going to send that to you for free. You could take it. It's four lessons. It'll help you get the indeed at, add up pretty quick. Okay. Um, so that'll, that'll help you out, man. And yeah, man, you, I definitely appreciate started. that hundred percent. Okay? Cause I'm a big fan of the employee model. I think that that's really good you know, culture is so important, creating opportunity for families. You know, there's a lot of people that can't become subcontractors or independent contractors. You know, there's a lot of good people out there that are great employees. They want to work for a great business owner. Mm -hmm. um, you know, imagine this, you have three crews, all employees, you're doing a 1.2 million a year. You oh, know, you, you, you have a family dinner with all of their, uh, all of their family members. You know, you walk in, man, you just know that uh, people are so grateful for what you've accomplished through your ability to sell. Um, mm -hmm. That's nice, you know. And that you sounds that, that sounds you fantastic. You don't get that with subs. You that sounds that. that sounds like you're, you're that sounds like my uh, end game goal right there is what you're what you're talking about right Absolutely, now. Absolutely, man. Shaking hands and and you hear family members coming up to you say thank you. You know, I mean, you know, and and I'm telling you this because I experienced exactly what I just told you, and and it, that is what you know. There's a sense of so much satisfaction and pride uh, in putting that together because I hired every one of those individuals. I nurtured them to be where they are in my business. I mm -hmm. gave them the roles that they have. I gave them the responsibilities that they have and they were never managers before I made them managers. I gave them that feeling that they could come home to their family and say, I got a promotion, you know, and there, that's something mm -hmm. like that, man. It's just, it's, that's what it's about. 
You know, Absolutely. that's what leadership is about. So I hope that for you, if you ever want to jump on again at a different stage, hit me up, man. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate your time today as well. Okay, Tanner? Yeah, man. All right, well, we'll talk soon. I'll get that sent over to you. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money. And you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you and I'll catch you on the next episode.